Yo, 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 it's your boy Trizzy E, baby, and it's another episode of the Heat Up Podcast. We got Marlon Jones back on the show, man. What's good, pimping? What's going on, baby boy? I mean, shit, just another day, man. I'm trying to sort through these bills after Christmas, then with you motherfuckers. <laughs> we all right. <laughs> we, we in the new apartment, that's, we've had some delays. We've had some delays because of it, but we've all been tired. We got MJ in the building. Say what's up. What's up? <laughs> there we go. I like the energy. I like it. Yeah. So, what you been up to, man? How you been? Oh, man, I've been good, man. You know, shit, we was all together uh, through the weekend. Uh, man, you know, up at, you know, Papa Joe, Papa Lynn house. I sleep all day up there, man. That's my time, sure. I just need <laughs> to... I see my, my payments the wrong address. Man. That's my time shift there. What's up, man? I've been good, man. Uh, ready to get through this new year. We had Christmas saying? at your family's house. Yeah, yo, you, you know that's bananas all the time. Man. We had the ugly sweater, but it was it was ugly talking up there. So no, so, no it was good. It was good. You know, everybody embraced everybody. You won the contest with the suit. Yeah, I told I, you that when you put the yeah, shit on. I had the I had the blue suit going heavy, going yeah. majorly in. And we all had a we all had different sweaters. Marlon had the Gucci Mane suit. Free Gucci Mane. <laughs> so, couple topics we gonna get into. But before we get into the topics, quick quick couple shout outs. Uh, shout out Hype House Podcast, another podcast on Studio Eight. Check that out, and don't forget to check out In the Crates on YouTube. MJ, you check out In the Crates yet? I checked that one episode with that one girl. There you go. Latour. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, that was Latour. If you don't like that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> that was Latour on that episode. Thank you, man. But, uh, yeah, check out all the stuff with uh, Studio 8 because, you know, we got it good for right, you. Let me say something real quick, man. This is all family ran. T-Roy. Y'all call him Trees. Mm-hmm. This is my son, T-Roy. Mm-hmm. He come up with the subjects. He come up with everything. So, ain't nothing scripted. Oh no! What you get from me is motherfucker. What you gonna hear? Oh, he, you caught me on bar on the bar train or Uber? Uber <laughs> my Uber driver. Nigga, what the fuck you hear from me? God damn it! Yeah, well, I'm pumping gas in the car. Nigga, what the fuck you gonna hear from me? So ain't nothing gonna change. And all these motherfuckers in this house know, nigga. With a pop in my head, come out my mouth. And sometimes <laughs> I ain't the greatest thing in the fucking world. <laughs> Hold on, I made my son a pop pie. I kicked that motherfucker too long, gun. No, I just don't like the queen. Okay, but throw this shit away. Let's eat another. Let's rock. <laughs> MJ eating Popeyes right now. It's all Gucci. I only kicked the queen because that was the last one in the freezer. I mean, I that, think, that, why do you think it's been in the freezer? I don't know. I don't know. That shit had to go. It's, it's been in the freezer for like a year now. What do you yeah, think? You I looked at the deck. That was good. <laughs> there you go. So, uh, one topic I had to I had to bring up simply just because it happened this week. Uh, Oakland's last game in Oakland. Raiders' last game in Oakland. Ended up being a W, but how was that for you, man? Being a being a town native, being a Raider fan your whole life, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So how was that for you, man? Man, kind of. I mean, she was. I mean, it was bitter, bitter. I mean, we won, but I noticed might be the last time we played. I, mean, I went to my first game. I was seven years old. My grandfather took me to the Oakland Raiders versus the Cleveland Browns, mm. and you know, from then on, it was just shit. You know what I'm saying? I mean. It, I mean, the Raider Nation, I mean, and we're the only nation to get that shit straight. That's true. That's yeah. just a culture. That shit ain't just like, you know what I'm saying, every couple months we put our shit on. Nah, man, I wear my shit every time. You're, you know, nigga, yeah. I, I got on black all the time. He, he, got, pretty a, much. he got on the Beast Mode shirt. Yeah, I got a Beast Mode right shirt right now. So, yeah. it is what it is. But, I mean, it, it was bitter, bitter because, um, 
the city of Oakland, I mean, I don't want to get on politics, but the city of Oakland didn't sue the Raiders and they'll play for next, next year or whatever. And then dumbass Mark Davis talking about, oh, we'll play our, uh, our home games in London. Well, who the fuck up to London every motherfucking other week, nigga? I mean, shut your t- little stupid ass up. So, I mean, it's bitter, bitter. But, um, I mean, it is what it is, man. They can move to Afghanistan. They can move to, they can move to Aruba. We'll be going next, n- next month. I'm always Raider. If you look at any helmet, well, you can look at a few helmets. Our shit don't say Oakland on them. That shit just say Raiders. Raiders. Yeah. So wherever they go, I'm going to follow. I ain't going to say I'm going to, you know what I'm saying, go buy extra shit. But, man, wherever they go. You're not buying anything from, from Vegas. No, 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 no. <laughs> hell no. I'm town bound, baby. So the Warriors moving to fucking San Francisco. The A's might be going in. So, man, I'm town bound. So whatever it is, niggas dope dealing, nigga teams. Nigga, I fuck with it. I've, I've always joked with people, and I said the A's might come to San Jose like the Niners did but still call themselves the Oakland A's yeah. and do that shit because it just seems like they really can't keep nobody there and that's sad because that's one of you want to talk about that's the whole point of why those teams are famous in my opinion is like it's partly because a lot of greatness comes from those teams like a lot yeah. of a lot of legends come from the Raiders like people forget this is the same team that had Bo Jackson and Marcus Allen Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean countless quarterbacks. I mean right. you you we went at, we went through it last time the fact that you guys had Plunkett, Plunkett. Man, Tim Brown, the Hall of Famer, who Why had great numbers, but he played with fourteen fucking different quarterbacks. Damn. Fourteen different ones. Three in one year. You know what I'm saying? So the thing about do it is who, do you know who are the three that one year? Man, I want to say fucking... the deep cut. the yeah. deep cut if he knows it. Shit, let me see. I want to say Hosteller. Okay. You caught me on one right now. But I know it was... Oh, shit. Those that wasn't Gannon's shit. year, was it? No, no, no. Gannon's year, when Gannon got hurt, that's when uh, Tuyasa Sopo's sorry ass yeah, came that's in. that's what I was about to say. That, that, garbage, that, that was the year uh, Gannon got hurt, wasn't that it? That garbage fuck. That garbage fuck. But no, no. We, I mean, Tim Brown played with so many quarterbacks, but he got Hall of Fame numbers. Now, you put yeah, – I'm not taking nothing away from Jerry Rice, nothing away from the Niners, even though I hate them motherfuckers. But Jerry Rice played with Joe Montana, Steve Young, then I think he might have uh, uh, a little one on the back end. Then he came to the Raiders and played with Gannon. He had structure. He had motherfuckers that he saw every motherfucking day in the same film room sometimes. Yeah. Man, you put that on Tim Brown numbers, man, come on, come on. <laughs> but again, I mean, with, with Oakland, man, you know, I'm from town, but – with the Raiders, man, you fuck me once, nigga, it's all good. But fuck me twice, nigga, take me dinner in the movie. <laughs> Shit, I mean, don't rape me the second time, nigga. Now you're about to bounce to Vegas? I know you're only coming back now. This ain't no swans, so you're only coming this, back now. This, this is not an L.A. No, 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 no. You're getting groomed 10 years? No, no, the motherfuckers ain't coming back now. So, so it's what it is. Do you have a do you have a favorite Raider of, all, of, of your lifetime? Like, as long as you've been a Raider fan, do you have a favorite Raider? My favorite Raider? Yeah. Oh, Charles Wilson. Charles Wilson? Oh. You know, you know, I got the jersey in yeah, there right now. Yeah, that's yeah, a, yeah the okay. Michigan jersey. Yeah, when yeah. when yeah. he goes to the Hall of Fame, oh, me and my brother chill. Where we going? That's a, oh, C. Wood. See, yeah. matter of fact, matter of fact, when when Charles Wilson, I played respect it, that too. I played yeah. for Charles Wilson. When Charles Wilson played against when he was in Michigan, he played against Arizona State, and um, at the Rose Bowl down there and everything, when he caught the interception off of Ryan Leaf, I was in end zone. What? See, oh yeah, oh yeah. That'd be my favorite Raider. True story, and I had to pussy down on this shit. I see Charles Wilson at the Golden Bear. That's like a bar 
at at the town and everything. So okay. I see him. I'm like, oh, I'm, nigga, I'm kind of starstruck. Yeah. Because that's my nigga. I'm like, but I'm older than this nigga. I'm, I'm, I'm starstruck. So I see him and everything. I'm like, man, see, what's up, baby? He's like, hey, man, how you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm good. I'm like, man, my son, and Marlon wasn't even fucking born yet. I'm like, man, my son, man, that nigga big-ass fan. He wants your autograph and everything. So nigga wrote it down. Hey, Charles Wilson to Marlon, blah, blah, blah. So I get the fucking autograph, and I go back. I sit down drink my drink. I'm like, man, I can't go out like that. So I go back over to the nigga. I'm like, see what? I ain't going to lie to you. I ain't got no son yet, nigga. This autograph is for me. He was like, oh, but it's all good. All good. Nigga took a picture with me. Show the fuck deep. What's hilarious is that the fact that his son is still Marlon. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I ain't had no son at the time. I'm like, man, it's from Marlon Jr. He was like, all right, man, I got you. He wrote the autograph and everything. I'm like, man, I can't go like that. So I go back over to my like, see what, blood. This ain't for me. I mean, this ain't for my son, man. I ain't got no fucking son yet, but it's for me, blood. I'm like, oh, man, no, it's all good. It's all good. So nigga took a picture of me and everything. And at the Golden Bear, my boy Jane Daly, he owns it, went to uh, Fremont. Fremont High School, Oakland, California. Nah, that picture probably seen the shit up here. I remember, I remember a cool sports figure I met that I could just remember off the top was, I think my dad had a basketball camp uh-huh. in Santa Barbara, and it was just, it was normal camp. They usually had it, but this year for some reason, Roy Williams, the coach of uh, North Carolina, was there. Right, he used to be Kansas. Okay, yeah, and, was, yeah. and he had, and I think. That year was the year like they had Sean May, and they had, I think it was the year they won. Yeah, Sean May, fat ass. <laughs> so I'm over here like I'm over here like so I know them because I'm I, we had, they had this tournament during the summer, so we had just watched them basically mm-hmm. dominate all playoffs, and I'm over here like oh snap, boy Wood. So I just walk over, and my mom can tell you I was a shy kid. And so I basically was like, I don't have anything for him to sign. And she was just like, have him sign your shirt. And I was like, that's weird. Because like, I, I, I was thinking in my head, like, what, am I going to take the shirt off? <laughs> She's like, no, just walk up to him and say, hey, real big fan, can I have your autograph? And just say, can you sign my shirt? That, that was too nervous to even do that. She had to walk well, with me but, over there and but, but say. You know, but, you know, but, you, but you know what's crazy is T-Roy is, motherfuckers get starstruck. Or, no, no, I think what it is, is not even Star Trek. Motherfuckers see him on that big screen. Yeah. And think that these motherfuckers like immortal, like or whatever. Because I remember seeing motherfucker Dominique Wilkins when he played, when they what? played, they played uh, the worst. They had, we had Jeffers and everything. And mm-hmm. I ain't no big club dude. Mm-hmm. And this nigga double fisted. He got two drinks. You know what I'm saying? So I'm looking at the nigga like, damn, that's Dominique Wilkins. Nigga, I'm, I'm a, I was a big fan of Dominique yeah. Wilkins. But then I'm seeing this nigga drinking the same thing I'm drinking. Like, this nigga no different than me. <laughs> this nigga drinking Long Island, nigga just like me. This nigga no different than me at all. So I'm like, all right, well, fuck it. So then I seen, then I seen who else? I seen, I seen Sean Kemp. So I grew up, uh, Gary Payton, we went to St. Elementary School together. So I've been knowing GP. So Sean Kemp. See them motherfuckers at Jeffrey's one night. Cannot forget GP is a town oh, for native. Sure. People oh, for can't. Sure. People cannot forget that. I just, oh, for I, sure. I just had to repeat that just Man, so we, people we, know. We went we, we elementary school together. We elementary school together. But I see Sean Kemp. We out now. We used to park a lot, pimp. Meaning that we didn't go inside the club. We wait for yeah. the women to come out. You know what I'm saying? They already drunk, so yeah. The grass. Nigga, Sean Kemp come out with a bottle, <laughs> and they play tomorrow night. But I'm in all this big six eleven motherfucker. And I'm like, this nigga come out with a bottle of Hennessy. 
It was a bottle of Hennessy? Yeah. Oh. Victor Gatling that used to play for the Warriors. Man, I remember sitting that nigga BMW drinking tall cans on wings. Nigga, you know I'm drinking on wings. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, you got to look at it to where it's, man. What's the, most, what's the most random uh, athlete you saw come through the town? Because that's, that's one thing the town is famous for. A lot of, a lot of motherfuckers, whether it's comedian. Actually, give me your most, fam- most random famous person, any person, that has come through the town that you know of. Because I've heard stories that, like, Cat Williams has came through. Okay, Williams got a, he got his teeth knocked out, you know. You know. <laughs> no, that's a true story. That nigga got teeth knocked out. No, no, that's a very no. He will say that. He will say he no. He had a comedy show. Would say I got knocked out and it's not a bad feeling, nigga. I slept. No, I promise you. I put that on everything. I put that on my mama. I, I, got I teeth knocked out in Oakland. In Oakland, for sure. Talking shit. On, on, yeah, he got yeah. He, he got dropped in Oakland for sure. I think I think the most was well, before Friday afternoons. Yeah, we just wait for it. Oh, this, this, yeah, this man. Wait, just wait for it. Nice. I think I, th- I think the two is when um. I saw Shaq at, I was working at the Claremont Hotel, and... Man, you had some random jobs. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. Oh I went to the Claremont Hotel, <laughs> and um, back then, all all the um, all the visiting teams used to stay there. Okay. So this one, Shaq had Nick Anderson, Penny Hardaway. Oh, he was Orlando. Yeah, Shaq. this one, okay. he was Orlando. So Shaq... Good team, by the way. Yeah, yeah, Good yeah. Team. So Shaq, I see this motherfucker come in. That's like the biggest anything I've seen, nigga. You talk about a diesel? This this like the biggest anything I've seen. I, and I'm on elevator with this motherfucker. I'm like, oh my god. I and in my mind is working crazy. Like, man, if this motherfucker wants to choke me, nigga, he'd choke my ass out right now. Nigga, I ain't got I, I, it ain't nothing I could do. So Shaq goes to his room and everything. He had his own room. And um uh, I can't remember the African dude name, man, but he used to deliver. He used to do room service for the rooms and everything. Mm. So he delivered the Shaq room, and uh, Shaq come to the uh, come to the door with a with a robe on. So Mahmoud, Mahmoud, that was his fucking name. Had fucked up teeth, and and I'm dark. This nigga was nine times darker than me. This nigga was like soy sauce dark, nigga, <laughs> nigga dark to the motherfucker. So wait, nigga soy sauce dark. So <laughs> so. He takes Shaq his food and everything, so Shaq go in one pocket, get nigga fifty dollar um, get nigga fifty dollar tip. So they forget Shaq's um ketchup. Call back downstairs, Mahmoud go back up there, and go and take Shaq's ketchup. It's it's, it's a little chick on on the bed. This time Shaq comes to the motherfucking door, butt ass over neck. And he's like, hold on, go and get his robe, get a nigga another fifty. Like, man, we're good for the night. The only other one I got is when we had, uh, when Vince Carter had turned out the dunk contest in Oakland. Yeah. And uh, Allen Iverson had a, uh, he had a party over in Frisco. Okay. So the whole block went over there. So they talking about can't get in, can't get in, can't get in, get in. We like, hold on, dude. You in our town. You in California. But what you mean? We can't get in. So we go up there. Deep, and we tolerate boom, 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 whatever, whatever. And um, dude, was like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Cause we like, dude, if y'all can't have it, if we can't get in, y'all gonna have it here. Yeah, simple as that. So we go over there and everything, and we talk to the dude. So dude was like, hold on, man, give us about an hour. So I'm like, hour, nigga, okay, whatever. So we probably about two hours. Dude finally came back out. Like, man, you come on, come through the side door. We went through the side door. And I promise you, man, hey, I remember about this motherfucking tall. This motherfucker's probably about five seven. 
say it was up to him. We didn't sit with him, you know, didn't pop no bottles with him or whatever, but shit, we was in a motherfucking party. <laughs> it was in a motherfucking party for sure. But we had enough, we had enough cats, you know what I'm saying, in Oakland, like J.R. Ryder, J.K., GP, you know what I'm saying? We, we had enough cats to whereas, you know what I'm saying, any function that was going there in Oakland, Somebody knew somebody, you know, as far as playing basketball. Yeah, as yeah. far yeah, okay. Yeah, so that wasn't that hard. That wasn't hard. Only, only part that's hard to get into was hammer shit. That's what, no, that's what they say. Yeah, that was only they, part that's hard to get into was hammer shit. Because they said he, even when he wasn't famous, he acted yeah. like he was famous. Shh, man, Amber been, man, my, 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 my cousin, she went to, uh, went to high school with him at, uh, L, uh, L, uh, uh McClinus. And she was like, man, that motherfucker walked around in like he was a shit. Like, you can't be mad at him, but the only part it was hard to get into was hammer shit. This, this nigga, I think it was, it was Short who told the story on Dream Champs, and he basically said, Hammer walked in the club one day before he was Hammer. Mm-hmm. With, <laughs> he walked in with three security guards and a photographer. <laughs> Sparking it up. Yeah. He wasn't no dummy. I mean, he was dummy who spent his money, but he wasn't. He wasn't. <laughs> and too short. Went to his homie and he said, "Who's Who that? Was that? Yep, who was and, that? Yep." And his homie goes, "You don't know, nigga. That's Hammer." <laughs> he carried a film crew with him. Carried a film crew with him. So I'm over here, like I heard that story. I had to pause the video and I had to call. I had to call regime and go, "Yo, I'm gonna send you this clip because yeah. this, this is some shit you would do. <laughs> this is some shit you would but do." But you know what? Real quick though, and we are gonna get to next. But real quick though, everybody want to talk about. Hammer going broke as far as $30 million. Motherfuckers don't understand. Hammer paid for like 200 motherfuckers yeah. every month. Yeah. Like he had a lot of niggas traveling with him, they said. Yeah. Every month. I'm talking about motherfuckers straight off the pin. Like, nigga, what you doing? You ain't got nothing to do? All right, man, come do security for me. And, they, and, and he got paid for travel to bus. So, man, man shout out to Hammer. Man, shout out to my boy Lil D and everybody, man, for sure. For sure. Well, that kind of goes into our next topic. I was gonna say favorite, not actually not even favorite. First special from a stand-up comedian you could think of immediately in your head. Oh, Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor. Why? Richard Pryor. Why? Easy. My grandfather. Well, I, well, my mother. No. Uh, oh shit, that's kind of hard though. T. Roy. I want to say Red Fox because my parents had the albums. Okay. And I used to listen to the motherfuckers when they were asleep. Okay. But the first one I actually visually, visually saw, like on TV or whatever. Yeah. Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor? Richard Pryor. And it was Richard Pryor Live? It was uh, Richard Pryor. It wasn't. Was Richard Pryor Live? It, it was before he got burned. I know that shit. It, yeah, it was Richard Pryor Live. I was it the say. one where he told the motherfucker to sit down? <laughs> when he was taking a picture? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Sit your ass yeah. Sit your, yeah. You ain't gonna show the picture no motherfucker. Yeah. It was up. Yeah, my grandparents, they were, uh, my grandparents were big in the comedy. They were, you know, Baptist up and everything. But I catch their ass watching some shit they, wouldn't, <laughs> they, they didn't think I know. Because back in the day, you know what I'm saying, the cable box, it was a, it was a knob. Mm. So you had A, B, C, D, then you had one, two, three, four, five. So if you put it on A, that was like the HBO the Showtime shit. Yeah. So when I used to leave the shit on A, my nanny just come down and be like, well, I was watching A last night. I'm like, shit, I watched Richard Pryor. Shit, you always watching so, no, Richard Pryor is the first one. And then, you know, I mean, comedy is really, um, at least to me, that shit is about error just like basketball. I mean. Me too. No, you, me too, by you, the way. Yeah, you got, you got, you know, man, you got your. Uh, I, I tell people all the time, you can't, you can't even compare Chappelle with a Pryor. No. Those errors are two separate things. No, you, you know I mean, you, you got, you got, um, 
you got your Richard Pryors, and then you got a uh, man. What's my white man with the beard? Um, Carlin, George Carlin. Funny, it's all fucking outdoors. But everybody speaking on different things. And then you got your DLs, and you got you know what I'm saying. You got your Seinfelds, who was a fucking genius, mm. who was a fucking genius. But then you got your Andrew Dice Clay's. Yeah. And then, yeah. Then, yeah. then you got your Bernie Max. Then you got your, you know what I'm saying, your Kevin Hart. Then yeah, you got Cedric. your fucking D.L.U. Then you got Cedric and Tanner. Then you got your motherfucking Bernie Max. So it's, I mean, it it, 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 it just, I want to say whatever's in the air at that moment they talk about. But everybody put a different spin on, on what they're Eddie Murphy, and it's, it's a reason. I don't, know what's a, I don't know what the reason is why he only did Raw. And Delirious. Well, Delirious and then Raw. Mm-hmm. The nigga in front of the motherfucker. Then you had Damon Wayans that smashed through there. Then you had Ken Irons Wayans smashed through there. So, it's, I mean, all that right there, I mean, everybody has something to say was funny. Now, don't get me wrong. Now, some niggas was corny to the motherfucker. But oh, I don't no, think there's definitely some corny motherfuckers. Yeah. But I was going to ask you, because favorite is hard. It's like yeah. asking it's like asking me a favorite rapper sometimes. Like, right. Once you get past Hove, you, that's a cloudy area right. for yeah, me. Exactly, you know exactly, exactly. Because I can name a million motherfuckers. But for you, what's one what's one stand up comedian that you've actually watched and not even on their stand up. It could be when you watch their sitcom too, like a Martin or a Jamie Foxx or somebody of that of that too, where you've been like, Damn, how'd that nigga come up with that? Mm-hmm. What what's what's one that you could that you know stands out with that question? Man, probably Dave Chappelle. Mm, me too. No, probably me Dave too. Chappelle. Because I won't say he crossed the line. That motherfucker crossed the line drew another one. <laughs> and didn't give a fuck. And I love him for it. The the nigger family. Oh, that's amazing. And the blind clansman. Oh my god. That shit I mean, you gotta have big balls to put that shit out there right know, there. Do you know what that was the blind clansman was based on? Uh uh-uh. it was based on his actual grandfather who was blind. And I, either his great uncle or his grandfather, one or two, and and this is what Neil said in an interview. He basically Neil thought it would thought it would always be funny mm-hmm. if they if Dave told his grandpa, "Hey, you're that's white. funny, motherfucker." <laughs> hey, grandpa, you're actually a white man. <laughs> but see, with, with Dave Chappelle, man. You know what I'm saying? I, saw, I seen half baked, and I can't remember. I seen uh, what's the one he was in with Martin? Oh uh, shit! Not yeah. Blue Streak, but uh, Many Tights was it? No, 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 not Blue Streak, but uh, when when they hit the diamond. I know what you're. Wow, I know. Was why. it Blue Streak? I think it was Blue Streak. I think it was Blue Streak. Because no, because National Security was with the white boy. It was Blue Streak. He was in Blue Streak. Yeah, okay. it was Blue Streak. It was Blue Streak. And Dave Chappelle make you really. Like I say, the nigga's a genius to me. But he make you cannot fucking sit there and tell me that you didn't think Dave Chappelle was Prince and Rick James on this motherfucking show. He he did that. No, he did that. When that nigga came off the basketball nigga and when that nigga You cannot tell me that you didn't think Dave Chappelle was Prince and motherfucking Rick James. Uh, and, you cannot tell me that when Dave Chappelle did motherfucking the uh the black bush 
Oh, that shit is hilarious. Oh, we get the OJ shit. Man, man, that, man, that nigga's a genius to me, man. No, and, and he's still a genius because one of my favorite jokes in the recent special, other than the one where he's uh, going over Iceberg Slim, that, that was yeah, clever yeah, shit. Yeah. The fact that he's relating that to why he left Hollywood, genius. But there's the one on the big, on the big one, uh, Equanimity, I think. It's the one on Netflix where he's talking about uh, the... Bruce Jenner, Caitlyn Jenner shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, him, oh yeah, yeah, him yeah, posing yeah, yeah, for Playboy, yeah. and he's all like, "I mean, nigga, if you gonna do it, you gotta go hustle." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then he goes, "My favorite is when he changes his voice because it's so subtle, but he changes his voice and he goes, the show is behind the curtain.'" <laughs> and I'm like, and "I'm like, to make it, <laughs> to make even some shit that like." You can't even. That would make anybody uncomfortable. Yeah, but he he basically was like, "Yo, yo, I'll make it so funny that it's not uncomfortable anymore." Like, to, not to me. Exactly. To think of a transgender doing a hustler style <laughs> porno mag is crazy. And the thing, and the thing about, and the thing about Dave Chappelle, and because it's out there, the think about Dave Chappelle, Red Fox, Richard Pryor. And I think Kevin Hart might have put it out there, but you know, um, Kevin wants to put this shit on blast. It's all about the delivery. Yeah. Because I can write anything for you, but if I can't get up there and do it myself, then there's a reason why I'm writing for you. Yeah. It, I mean, because, hold on, case in point, you give me shit. Yeah. Then I'm like, oh, that's funny, the motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Write some and I give you shit to where it's yeah. okay. I can't make this funny, but I know two words <laughs> to make this motherfucker yeah. funny for me. So, I don't understand to as why people get mad or or they you know they look down on comedians or singers or rappers. Well, I not even not actually not even singers, but rappers to as oh that nigga wrote your lyrics. Well, yeah, nigga, I ain't killed nobody, <laughs> but he might have. He, so nigga, he, it might sound better coming out of my mouth, nigga. I got the platform. You when you mentioned uh, Red Fox, when I found out that. What was it? It was prior, right? Yeah, Sloppy White used to write for Red Fox. Yeah. Um. Uh. 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 uh Paul Mooney used to write for for Richard Pryor. Who was the? Wasn't didn't Mooney write for uh, Murphy too? He oh, might have. Yeah. I know. He wrote, I know yeah. he wrote for Richard Pryor for sure. Okay. Know for Richard Pryor for sure. I heard. I think I heard that. But when I found out that, and then I found out like Neil co wrote with both Chris and Dave, and I was like, That's what I'm saying. And then Robert Townsend wrote with Keenan, and I was like. You kind of always, you kind of need someone to bounce the ideas off, and I think the reason people have a problem with Kevin is because nobody just, we just don't know his partner, right? You know what I'm saying? Right. So, and he always, and he always just refers to it as he got a team, so it make, he makes it sound like it, it's like a, it's like a sitcom writers team, but it's like I feel what you're saying, but but at the same point, just because I get on the mic and sing that song. A motherfucker who got laryngitis could have wrote that shit, and well, I'm just I'm just a motherfucker to get up there and and, and, and well, make it sound good. Me me and my mom's favorite story of a of a similar situation. Do motherfucking see when that nigga lost his wrote, voice? Wrote hella shit and basically wrote hella shit. basically because I I didn't actually know this until late. I thought it was the other way around. Nope. Because hey, I, that's a very good fucking point. Very, I, I remember yeah. when, I remember when my dad showed me. Uh, the I want to say it was the uh, it was the one that goes the the dot the the the, 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 the yeah the, for sure I remember he showed me that and I was over here like hold on 
What up, mama? Say what up to the people. <laughs> I remember he showed me that song, and I was like, yo, this sounds like Dr. Dre. Yep. And my dad goes, I mean, I bet it does, DLC wrote for Dre. And I was like, wait, that sounds well, what happened, that sounds weird. What, 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 what happened was, when, when he lost his voice, and he wanted to like fucking retire and everything, Suge was like, dude, you still a fucking writer. You still mm. a dope-ass writer. You still a fucking artist. So, let's put this shit together. You know, me, you, and Dre and everything. You still a fucking artist. So, he no, he wrote like a motherfucker. And he was, and he was already... His doing... first album? I, I played a, I played like three songs on the way. You, any, way you went, <laughs> any way you went to Oakland, nigga, you was hearing that. that that's you was hearing what, that. That's kind of why I played it, because I was just shit. like... I heard... I heard a... Uh, I want to say Fab on his Instagram, he referenced the DLC and he was like, man, this, this motherfucker inspired me to want to really get my pen correct. And I was like, man, let me, well, let me just play this in well, we were on the way to visit your family. And so the fact that you said, hey, it resonated in Oakland, it must have got through doors open. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that was, man, that shit was going everywhere, man. I mean. And the DOC, I mean, but you know, that's that's again one of the things to as semi career cut too short mm-hmm. or whatever, because me and my boys, we was talking um one night. Matter of fact, we went over the text, went over the text. And we, you know, we drunk to the motherfuckers. We everything is top ten with us. Yeah. Nigga, who's the top ten baddest bitch? That's, no, that's everything me. everything top that's ten. That's my friends too. That's my friends too. We so made we was like, you know, top ten artists, you know what I'm saying? We you know Rock Kim, you know, everybody came up. And then on my thing, I'm like, man, if this nigga would lost his voice, nigga, the DOC nigga was there. Because he was killing it back then. And niggas don't understand. That nigga wasn't from California. That nigga from Texas. Yeah. Yes. And I found that out in the Straight Outta Compton movie. Yeah, that nigga from Texas. I didn't even know that. I was like, woo. Another example of sometimes you just need another person to give you the experience. Scarface and a J Prince. Man, please. I can tell you. I, I, well, shut up. <laughs> the village and everybody, they boom, they go out to Houston. You know what I'm saying? Whatever, whatever. Mm. Black, black hookup with uh, Jay Prince. Like, hey man, y'all need to come to Oakland, man. Y'all need to come to Oakland. It was, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So that's how to get a boy. Cause, um, not Spice One. Excuse me, a Sieg. Sieg, okay, yeah, yeah. Sieg, you know what I'm saying? Was fooling up the ghetto boys and everything, and they was. Knocking, they you know. I love Sig. RP to my nigga Sig, man. That Sig was cool as fuck. Cool as fuck. Um, that definitely, yeah. that definitely explains because how they got really yeah. wide out here. Because I always wonder how did their, yeah. how did their music just translate so well out here? Blacker put that together, and uh, man, they came out here and collaborated on on some music and some other things, and they, man, it was on from there. But if you go to if you go like to the early Ghetto Boy stuff or early Scarface stuff. Go to sleeping in my Nikes. Mm. Scarface mm. and Seek. I got okay, okay. That that's your homework. People. Scarface and Seek. Go go to yeah. Uh, go go to sleeping in my Nikes. Go go to the Ville. The Ville. The goddamn Ville. That's Seek. What up? Let me show. He was on True Black Records, man. I mean, Oakland. Man, Oakland had a lot of. Oakland had a lot of shit going on back in the day. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And and it, and, I, and I think what happened was it was. Everybody trying to do everything at one time instead of everybody trying to branch out and do, you know what I'm saying, certain things, you know, one-on-one. But, man, town's a town, man. Town's a town. Man. Well, before we close, shout-outs. 
Give it to him. Oh, man, I got to shout out to my boy T-Roy sitting across from me. What's happening? Got to shout out to Brand. Got to Molly Mall, Jeezy. But really got to shout out to um, everybody listening, man. We're going to be here. We're going to do this. So, man, if y'all got any questions or some shit y'all want to say, fuck Oakland or fuck San Jose, <laughs> nigga, you can hit me with any of those. Yeah. Hit us with any of those. But it's what it is. Nigga, we here. We ain't going nowhere. All right. Well, we coming back with another one. Very soon, and I mean very soon, it's the heat up, baby. It might be tonight. (laughs) Peace.